Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantel, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homeschooling Homemakers podcast. I am currently sitting at my table and it's about 6.15 in the morning. And the word peace has just flooded my mind, flooded my heart lately. And anyone that I've spoken with, they either have talked about how God's peace is like no other or how they just can't find it. And the ones that are speaking about the peace that they just can't seem to grasp or obtain. I shared that you're looking in the wrong place for the peace that only God can give that's everlasting. And in situations, not knowing can bring its own kind of fear or terror. Experience makes people less nervous to drive cars, fly in airplanes, endure thunderstorms, or even receive medical injections or blood draw. (laughs) I'm not that person. (laughs) The experience themselves don't change. What changes is our, the person's expectation. We know what is happening and what will happen next. That in and of itself brings confidence and greatly reduces fear. It brings a peace. Several times in this discourse, Jesus will point out that he is preparing the disciples to hold fast in difficult times, in difficult situations. And um, scripture reference is John 13, verse 7. John 14, 29, John 16, 4, 33 of that same chapter. This not only applies to his impeding arrest and execution, according to Mark 8, 31, John 12, 34, and 16, 32, but to the persecution of the Christians that we will face because of our faith and their faith according to John 15, 18 through 20, and John 16, 2 through 3. Now, the peace that Christ offers is not like the peace of the world. I know a lot of us have experienced, oh, we find temporary peace and all of my bills are paid, (laughs) but we know the next month they're coming again. 
but there's peace in knowing that things are done, things are secure, things are set. But what what about when an emergency or something unexpected pops up? You don't have peace about that. The best we can expect from the natural world is unfairness and death, according to Romans 8, 20, James 4, 14, Psalms 73, 3. Even attempts to be moral without God leads only to frustration. Second Corinthians 7, 10. Christ's peace here in this particular passage refers to a hope and reassurance that goes beyond what a fallen world can offer. Philippians 4, 7, one of my favorite. It is permanent. It is guaranteed. It is eternal. Hebrews 6, 18 through 19. The peace that Christ offers, I want to repeat this. It goes beyond what a fallen world can offer. His peace is permanent, guaranteed, and eternal. His peace, not the world's peace. Here again, Christ encourages his followers to keep their hearts from fear and trouble. This repeats the statement Jesus used to start this message in John 14, 1. Immediately after predicting Peter and his cowardness, John 13, 38. Here again, most scholars suggest that Jesus is distinguishing between being troubled in one's spirit, meaning pain and unhappiness, as opposed to being in one's heart, meaning fear and despair. Jesus was said to have a troubled spirit at times, John eleven thirty three and thirteen twenty one. What he calls for here is not for Christians to be stone faced and inhuman. Rather, is to acknowledge the reality of suffering while at the same time trusting in God to make good on his promises. The end result of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is deep and lasting peace. Unlike worldly peace, which is usually defined as the absence of conflict, this peace is confident assurance in any circumstance. With Christ's peace, we have no need to fear the present or the future. If your life is full of stress at this point in life, allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with Christ's peace. Now, I want to read Philippians 4, chapter 4, starting at verse 6 and 7. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, be careful for nothing means don't worry. Now, I want y'all to think about this. Imagine never worrying about 
anything. It seems impossible. We all have our worries, whether it's our job, our homes, school, church, community, neighborhood. But Paul advises us to do what? Turn our worries into prayers. Do you want to worry less? I have a solution for you. Then pray more. Whenever you start to worry, stop and pray. God's peace is different from the world's peace, as we read in John 14, 27. It is not found in positive thinking. It is not found in the absence of conflict or in good feelings. Real peace comes from knowing that because God is in control, our citizenship in Christ's kingdom is sure. Our destiny is set and our victory over sin is certain. My sisters in Christ, let the peace of God keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance. True peace, real peace, comes from knowing he is in control. Until next time, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.